Greetings. I'm Curtis Joseph. This is In-Depth. Empathy in the modern-day world. Every day as I live, I see empathy being slightly pushed aside to give way to apathy and indifference. With every great tragedy that comes and goes, apathy and indifference sets in. Vitriol, revenge. Human beings want to fight each other for what? Supremacy of the other's country, continent, land, human rights, spirituality? What is it really? Why is empathy rising greatly every day where there is tragedy, but every temporal moment of celebration for humanity is so short? Yes, there are those who will generalize and say that basically joy is temporal. Adversity is permanent. Is that a cliche? I've never heard, I've never heard such a cliche before in my life. But it could be a cliche if it's invented in the human condition. Like a trend. But that being said... With the tragedies that have struck in the last decade, whether it's gun violence in society, culture, strife, adversity, it's amazing that basically the human condition is a constant fight. As if one's birthright is more prominent over the other. But because a nationality, an identity, politics for that society outweighs the other? No, it does not. But it's interesting, ego sets into play into this. And yes, ego ju is justified in the sense that if it's your career, you have to be strong in a sense because you have to hold your own, but you have to compromise as well. As with anything with leaders, leaders understand they have to listen to those who they lead so they can better improve upon their leadership. Always leading and never listening to those that you lead doesn't make you a good leader. You have to stand back and listen at times. Be empathetic to those who you are guiding. So then one day they can guide others if they so wish and so forth and so forth. Now, when I look at tragedy and events, basically, and temporary, temporary celebration of enjoyment, it's interesting that basically one often weighs out the other. And when I say that, it's, it's the constant of apathy and indifference. Now, I don't set out in my life to, to actively look out for apathy and indifference, but it is in its own way going across the board and in terms of interactions and seeing it as an observer being harshly played out in society in its very definitions empathy empathy is an innate thing that's within every human being and in our times it seems to be by pre-selection of individuals choosing to be 
who they want to be empathetic, empathetic to. And I say it again, by pre-selection, choosing who they want to be empathetic to. Now, you'll be in a store and you'll shop and there'll be people that'll cross by your, your path of vision to what products you're looking for without saying, excuse me. Not being empathetic that the fact is who they're passing by, they don't give a care because what influence of value do you have to them in that moment, in those seconds, in that minute that they pass you by to not say, excuse me. Now that can get a pass once in a, you know, once in a blue moon, once in a while. But if it's a constant thing, would you react to saying, excuse me? Could you not say, you know, could you not have any common courtesy to, you know what I mean? Like, like you can fill in the blanks. I myself have done that before in a once in a while time when it was annoying. But that's, again, that's not generalization. That happens to any able human being that sees that and you know you, you are focusing on something that's important to get and this person just saunters by, whether it's a man or a woman, and just pass by. See, often kids get a pass when they do that. Little kids, like like toddlers or you know, kids that are under ten or whatever. When it comes to teenagers, it's a different story. It's too because it's like a slight. It could be a slight or just like they don't give a care, and they're indifference, and they're gig laughing, whatever it is, and they're click groups. Okay, that's fine. You know, not knocking them down, but you know, that's a bad habit. It's probably going to breed into adulthood, thinking that they can do that in that age, and they move forward in their you know in their young adult stage of life like 20 21 22 24 and think that's fine and then carry it forth in some human behaviors that does not change no matter how old you are but that being said empathy in our world uh it's it's gradually every day taking a little f more step to that back seat and having make way for apathy and indifference in our world now i'm saying indifference is important to protect yourself from those who may harm you right those who are trying to harm you and they and it's not warranted and apathy comes along with basically what i found is that if you're not a part of a property or something like that, that you have no creative influence or no influence to it, and you put no work into it, yes, you will not care because it didn't do any service to you except for the, for you as an observer, um, giving giving a little bit of investment to somebody else's creation, no matter what it is. And if the person falters, and or the party's falters, or the group falters, or the company falters, and they consistently do that. There is apathy in that sense from the from those who who see it as like you know why should I care? They want to make their empire crumble. Let them. I don't care. Well, in saying that, you know that you didn't put any other further. You have no other further further investment instead of um, only to the point of you made an, the only investment you made is buying their product. That's it, right? You don't know these people personally. You don't. You didn't have any serious face-to-face, skin-on-skin contact, like in communication, the handshake, actually verbally having a conversation for 20 minutes with them, like a serious investment conversation with these people. No, you bought a product. That's it. 
and if they falter and they keep faltering with the product that they're making in terms of innovate and they're not innovating you're gonna have apathy it's like oh why should i care i could just move on and find a better company that's basically more committed than this this company that i previously had an investment in faith that they're going to do a good job in their work but they're not doing it for me so that's where apathy comes in, but also apathy can also set into where basically like, why should I care about people that died uh, based on their nationality, their religion and so forth like that? Well, I mean, like, look at it. Okay, strip all that away. A human being has died over a senseless death because of some, because maybe a person or a groups did not think wisely to realize that basically their beliefs should not supersede human life. And that's where apathy goes. People die every day, and that's part of the human condition. Life happens. Everything on this earth that is born to live dies. But what we're what, what is taught, and what we're taught, and basically, if you're in the the religious sector or the uh, it's in spirituality, basically, you are taught basically the spirit is unborn. It it, it never was created, nor will it die die at all but that being said when, when you bring it into the conventional world basically on the uh, on the basic human level the physical emotional and men uh, mental and we're dealing with that the human condition on a day-to-day -day basis which it always is is that that when you talk about all that other stuff i just spoke about on the esoteric level and you put into play in your real life and you try to co-mingle them together and operate where you balance the two together Yes, it's true. Um, and I've experienced this with speaking to people that not a lot of people can do this. Um, and I can say firmly, I can do it, but that's just me. But again, I am not better than you. You are not better than me. It's unfortunate that in our world, there are people who think this way and then end up getting into the tragedies that you don't think you would ever get into but they get into it or they come into conflict to people who they know or they who they know through third parties or so that happens in this and they don't either learn or they don't learn and it's often enough they learn too late in life but again that is their path it is not ours you learn what you're supposed to know and need to know instead of what you want to know because needing to know outweighs what you want. But, I, but it's amazing. It, the everyday apathy is growing and growing in our world. And there are those, and I, and I, include, my, and I include myself as well, that is just wondering, like, when is certain components of the human condition going to progress beyond what has been tragically projected in this world for centuries? For for a thousand, for more than well, more than two a thousand centuries, like it's two thousand centuries plus. Where there's joy, there is there is there is strife and adversity, you know, benevolence and malevolence. I would believe there's a high rate of malevolence in the world when it comes to those that they don't they you know they they can only imagine some human being or human beings are living. When tragedy strikes and people die and you post your picture up online or on the news or in the uh, printed in the newspaper or you hear them in an audio bites it's like none of us will get the chance to meet these people and the people that they only will always feel it is those who are fully connected to them and us as those as observers that are 
get wind of these stories and do our own personal investigation to um, deeply why the tragedy struck and and happen and, and the means behind the motivate the mo to it the motivations to it we barely get anywhere with it it's like we get faces static photos of these people that we will never get to know and they're tied to this tragedy of basically often at times nonsensical um motivations because it's like the motivations of of causing harm to people that didn't do anything to these individuals is more important than resolving their their ideologies in in a way where it can be more conducive and constructive without hurting life and that's the pattern and the thing in humanity in society and in cultures it gets struck upon because people are like it seems to be intolerance plays into that and so where intolerance and apathy and goes in indifference bleed in all together. It's interesting that basically that people, yeah, in the world of in terms of a humanity, it's chosen to be separate, it's segmented, individualized as if it's a separate component. When all those three actually play together, they're interwoven. They're like they're like um, they're like a caustic family, basically. A trifecta caustic family and that being said it's never good for any of us it is not good and I'm sure many of us um, know this that basically as long as we're bringing as long as we're being bringing benefit to the world and we're not harming ourselves and we're not harming any other fellow human being on this planet the encouragement has always stated that more power to you. Don't harm yourself. Don't harm others. What you're doing is as long as bringing benefit to life, more power to you. No harm, but bring joy, uh, bring enjoyment to the world. Depending on what that is to you, <clears throat> again, as long as it's in the sense of benevolence and not malevolence. But empathy in our world today is sorely lacking and it's pre-selected when it comes to oh, what it's projected towards. Only focusing when it's Christmas on, a, on an amplified level. This is when we should give thanks at the year's end. Like, I mean, it's been said, and I do believe this, and it's not, and it's, and it's a tenet that I strongly follow, not based on anybody's any beliefs, anybody's beliefs, but my own, is that, like, we innately have this ability, and like anything, like it is a muscle to to practice and put into effect to to invoke it into the world, and and you know, and express it, even if, even if it's in the smallest of means to a fellow be human being in terms of your interaction, whether you see this person on a constant basis or you don't see the, these people, you don't see these people at all. You, and I've heard that before, and I do believe that as basically you, we all have in a moment, in a minute to change our action to something that we may have been, had uh, an injustice to when in fact we may, we may have perceived it wrongly 
based on how that person was interacting. And if it's justified that it was, then yes, you stand up for yourself. And if it's a, and uh, especially if it's an injustice, but if it's not something that what it, it, something that you saw it was as being injustice and it wasn't, yeah, you have a chance in that moment, in that minute, to rectify it with that party, not to save face, but you know. It clear your conscience, and it's like it open up that it clears their conscience, and you move on. I'm not saying it's easy peasy simplified, but in that accordance, you will do best to to wisely handle it, to you know to to diffuse a situation that wasn't maximized to be ridiculous, right? Where is this thing going? Where is this thing going with that with empathy? There's a constant state of apathy, but again, as I said, I don't go out looking for apathy, nor do I look for a constant state of indifference with people, because that's not what I do. And I'm sure that's not what any of you do, but when it comes across our paths, we have to be strong enough to deal with it, but in a way to make sure that we diffuse it so we are in a situation we're not being in a state where, I mean, I'd say it's not totally avoidable. Um, but we never know what type of people we're going to meet we're, besides the fact of like what seems to be scheduled or um, pre-selected to make is like interacting with friends, family members, co-workers, associates, you know, or, or even mentors. But that's fine. But when it comes to the unknown of people we have yet to meet and we meet them and we cross paths, you know, it's... You never know what happens. We never know what type of interaction we're going to have with them. Often at times in pre-selection, you see a person cross the street. Is that, like, can we put that in a state of empathy? Like, I don't have any empathy to want to pass by this person. It's like, you know, I don't care. I like, I'll just cross that way. Nothing, nothing was done. Just like the look of that person. No, I, I don't care. That's you know that's that's your choice. That is my choice. That is your choice. Is this a choice that we all all of all of us able human beings do experience this? Whether we're whether and it has nothing to do with our look. I mean, as far as attraction, it's just a fact. Is that it's just a fact? Is just you see somebody, it's like you don't want to pass by them on the on the four four lane crosswalk, the square. You don't want to pass them. That's to each his own. But to have empathy, but empathy seems to, because I've, I've always wondered about that, because it seems there has to be an essence of empathy. It's like you are confident to pass by somebody on the street and you're not prejudging them based on anything that's, you know, you're not, you're not basing it on anything else. It's just like if that's your choice because you innately think that you don't want to pass by these people, then it's like you don't have any empathy for that human life that you're passing by. You just don't care. You're apathetic. You're indifferent. It's like, I don't care. I see somebody. You know, they're not bringing any source of uh, sense of value to me. So why should I even bother? This path looks more interesting to me. I'm going to go that way. I'm going to go to the right. Knowing that basically there's no given reason why you should not pass by the person who's vertically crossing your way as they are coming, um, coming your way. Well, they're coming your way as you're going their way. And, it, and actually, there's one thing I, I, which is a good example. In terms of empathy, the, the state of basically when something happens to somebody that needs help and whether you drop, you, they need money for, whether short on a buying a purchase for an item 
and <clears throat> or somebody gets hurt in the location and there's people you know on their devices and they're looking at you know they're looking at the person that's helping them and it's something i said in my previous podcast of like uh about the homelessness about the homeless sorry it's like why it's like you have the ability to help somebody why are you going to stand there and watch like is it the fact that you're concerned with what these people around you are thinking like why i mean yes you're going to get ostracized but i mean seriously you're helping out human life if it's the only thing that you do out of your entire life that you may do 10 times and you're able to do it why have that link because i'm i don't doubt that 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 idea does linger in people's mind it has in my life at one point of but it it, it came to like seeing that yeah there's somebody's doing some doing that before me and it's like okay well there's no point in me helping out any further because they're gaining assistance but i have had a done that observer viewpoint just to, not to be judgmental but just to observe without thoughts of judgment watching people when something somebody needs help and it's an able individual and i'm not talking about the homeless i'm talking about just somebody that got hurt on a platform of you know in the sub in the subway trains you know when you're waiting for the trains or they're low on cash to buy a purchase for something it's often the case which is when it comes to this apathy that like it's the like it seems to be like a little trigger and of indifference i find that basically that i've had at times um not always but at there have been you know a few several times where basically someone's short on cash and i and i have to look at them when they're like this look of like why are you doing for this for me without verbally saying it and it's like to me i have to stop and like <laughs> no like hold on a minute like you're short i want you to have this and if i can help you i will help you in this moment but it's always this preset selection thing of like like of this look of no matter man or woman like um of like why like why are you helping me like you shouldn't be helping me you know that it's that look more than vocal because often the times they're that brazen someone would say that to you but i in my case i've never had that i've just had somebody mostly men look at me and say they're like oh no no and they want to give them an i say sir look i want to help you out please take it don't worry about it it's yours but often the case people feel like there's this catch like i owe you something no you don't like you came we all came into this world without nothing we came with nothing we are going to leave with nothing and that seems to be the failure in our society when it comes to that now as much as this is me being one's man's truth again as i say anybody could tell me that that doesn't know me i'm generalizing but this is the world's truth we have been conditioned to basically to when it comes to these these happenstance moments these serendipitous moments where we cross paths with people we've never met and you see them short of change or something or they they're lacking like if tokens were still around at a subway you know that you were paying for um your your way through transportation and someone take is taken aback in that moment that they've never seen before and they're doing it for them they have the look of like what's the catch and you just pass right by them and says you know what doing this for you and you go about their business you would hope that basically that person would 
would accept that consideration and move on with their day. But often the case, people don't do that. Like there's some people, groups of people that don't do that. They have to think that they you're owe, they, they have to owe you something. And then it's like, and then those are the times that you have to stop and then hopefully stop them by saying, look, I, I want to do this for you. You owe me nothing. That's it. But they stay have that. They still have that look of like, like what's the catch? Like what? There is no catch. If your intention is to help this person out, and you make it clear that I am doing this for you because I am not better than you, I want to help you out because you look like, you know, I just want to chip in. Like there you go. This is not. A, this is not a transaction of like you owe me something. There in a moment. And if one to give you the money, there's no point. And we'll and both parties will lose if we if both parties argue about oh you don't owe anything and the part and the other parties is insisting and persisting and being brazen like no I need to give this to you because I don't want to owe you anything like if you're caught up in that mentality and you're tethered to that you put yourself in a prison of that thought because look that person's probably going to chip in and help somebody else out in, in any particular situation somebody that they don't know. We also we also we all we all feel strong, um, gradually and like we're, we're gracious to help those who are in our circle that we people we've we've invested deep a deep amount of time with. But when it comes to people outside of that, it seems to be what is the catch when it's an innocent intention to help out just in that moment if we never see them again or we we pass by them and they see us and they're like. They were, yeah, I remember that man. I remember that woman, you know, and if that's fine and it's from a distance thing or whatever, that's great. And that often does happen to us, right? I mean, once in a blue moon, we may catch it and they, we notice them or they see us and we never see them, you know, or we, or simultaneously that it does happen that you recognize us, but you don't say anything and you go about your way. But this catch idea about, oh, you owe me in the moment or, you know, that's, I don't know. I, I I often think that's an enslavement of a mentality at times. Where, where I mean, this our culture is built into that, where the individuality supersedes a collective when it comes to like, I know you, but I keep to my space, and uh, we we collaborate. But you know, we're all together. That's that's inescapable. Unless we you want to be in a hermetic state and live in the desert or something like that, like. Hey, to each his own, of course. But at but at all this, we're a collective. We come into the world with nothing. We leave the world with nothing. We cannot truly be tethered to the stuff that other people created by a physical solid mean, knowing that it can be re reproduced if you know if the original molds or whatever that you know that created that that thing that uh, we need to use for our lives on a, maybe on a daily basis and maybe not once in a while of course so that is my suggestion but empathy in our world uh, as it as it goes on and i can only imagine and we're just getting started with 2020 uh like 2020 uh as much as i could say I'd, like i i would hope that 2020 is not like 2019, 2018, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, and so forth. Every year, there's going to be great, great moments of joy. There's going to be great moments of tragedy. But there's, but this thing that I've seen and observed, and I, and I, and I've 
and I as a as a progressive thinker uh, person basically looking at the world basically yes here in Canada in the United States and, and imagine what the world is like um, like in terms of its own, its own social norms societal uh, tolerances and and indifferences um, it's just strange that basically that we all most of us want that in kernels of of things within the traits of the of the human condition to progressively change and move on instead of this attack of of uh i'd hate to say it like which i've heard of late like virtual signaling like this part this 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 topic of empathy that i speak it's it encapsulates what it shouldn't be about about a war it shouldn't Empathy shouldn't be about a war against apathy and indifference, you know. It, it's just amazing that basically the this pre-selection of like where it's like we all can go to negativity first. That that that's the fastest reaction we can go to. Anger, hatred, you know, apathy, indifference over empathy when it comes out in short pockets of time in our lives, whether it's celebration in sports, celebration of birth of life of bringing children into the world, um, you know, uh, an election won in politics for a group that's serving a certain groups of uh, people that want change in their, you know, not only the economic, but social, environmental, you know, and it's just it's just really amazing that basically that uh, maybe I I don't believe I'm wrong in what I'm th I, I I'm talking about but I mean and I'm sure it's a shared thought with people I know I haven't even talked to in my life but it seems to come to doubt in that area that empathy has now become a pre-selected choice instead of just we all acknowledging it's an innate choice we can tap into tap to, tap into sorry at any time we want to right and acknowledging going out of our house yes a fellow human being without yeah I see that person of color I see you know that's like really I mean after five minutes that's gonna that's we're gonna forget about it it's the it's the it's the that being that other life force that's walking past you right and whether you have an like that you have you well in fact we are having an interaction it doesn't actually have to be like you're talking you're having an interaction and if you're choosing to go past that person is that apathy because you don't care to pass by that person right is it an indifference of i don't care because again like i said indifference apathy seems to co-mingle in together where it's just like you know, I don't I don't care like you know I'm gonna be different I don't care to pass by that person never met them I don't care to pass them I want to cross the street especially if you don't they don't have any reason to cross the street you just pass it that's happened to me I've talked to people that that's happened to them and then it's like this this situation seems to be similar to the same like like what was that about in that moment and that's it like you know don't give it any more deeper thought to the fact is but if it's a psychological study to go in deeper 
to question it like socially like 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 what's like someone would say like what's their problem like well like what's that what's that about you know is it is it because my they physically don't like how i look and they think that they're better than me you know that's a whole can of worms that uh i'm sure has been talked about on a on a scholastic level on a personable level so it's just it's crazy it's 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 we live in a golden age, a new golden age of opportunities in the advent of, yes, technology. The very thing that once science fiction made possible that we could have possible in our lives. But look how it is now. We have so much and there's so much to look forward to go towards. But when I say this, as much as the advent of technology, there's always going to be a, a constant change of technology every progressive day that passes by. Is the human condition going to change in itself with traits of things that have been happening for centuries? You know, this high rampant rate of, men, of malevolence to fellow people yes there have been a lot of caustic things that have happened to many human beings and that's and, and i believe this that that absolutely and i know this is that there, there have been and i've said this before to people that i know that there have been more human beings that have died and have not truly lived on this planet than there have been people who have lived and that is a great imbalance just to look at it as as just a general, you know, not a general view, but from an observant point of view. And we all, now it's not about living to that title. This is not about, it's about the doing of the state of it. Doing and being in the state of it instead of living up to that moniker. Because the moniker is intangible. But the being in the state of the observant individual and also being the participant. So hand in hand, the observant individual with the participant action of life yeah we all will see things differently when we switch it around slow down and realize that if you believe you innately have empathy and you're and we all have that birthright to it and it exists and we know what exists and it and it's not an on and off switch it's just innately there I believe what's got to change, and I'm saying this by suggestion, is this idea of pre-selection empathy to people that we don't know. And we're not going based on stereotypes of this, that, and this person's culture, men or women, and they're they're causing strife to people. Like, it's, you know, I don't, it's, it's human condition. And if we constantly are in a state of beyond our individuality or like separating ourselves because, and it, and it's this undue, unnecessary elimination of people we have not, we don't know yet. And we, and you don't know what type of value they will bring to our lives as we will bring to them. What does that say about us as people, as citizens on this terra firma? Then, like I said, 
we can all take to the tenets that we are spiritual beings on having a human experience where often those will believe the opposite way around where they're just having they're human beings having a spiritual experience now the only reason why i bring in any of this time when i keep saying this esoteric tenet it's because it if you you imagine what's in you what is within us that drives this body that we use every day knowing that the fact every day that we live this body deteriorates in its structure within its you know what i mean we've come so far but when it comes to these situations such as tragedies and short pockets of joy and celebration when it comes to holidays what does that say about the whole entire practice of the human condition of just constantly applying without looking at like like is it really a choice for me to do it or not it's just an innate thing of power that we have within ourselves to to just project and do and manifest in the, you know, within ourselves to manifest out in the world to other people, depending on what uh, what benef uh, what's being what's a benefit to the both parties. So it is be mutual on some on some level. If you want to get better, if you all want to get better, I suggest, and like I said, I include myself in this as well always is that we've got to be untethered by the monikers and that we we beholden ourselves to and really really give ourselves that options to realize that life all life is valuable and in our world in the societies that we live in and the cultures that we were brought into and we entertain to continue to want to be a part of into our adulthood and into old age and in those communities we've got a long way to go and and in my suggestion we've got to be untethered by the monikers and titles that that we beholden ourselves to and just be in the state of the doing of that what we entertain to be a part of and be efficient at it to be so it's a benefit to others and yourself and in that way will and no one can ever label you to be beholden by those titles that are intangible empathy is important Empathy is important, and as I as I can only imagine what, what it could be on the value of and priority scale to, that it is to people uh, on a day to day basis. Pre selection is it can be very detrimental if that's how we go and just compartmentalize it as yeah I'm gonna just get out of it for this day I can turn it off like emotions you can't turn they you, we can can control based on how we choose to react to a situation or based on our choice how it affects us and the choice and actions that we take when it comes to other people 
to creatures, animals. So I say this, that, as a suggestion, let's be untethered by the monikers and titles that we think we have to be beholden to that gives us our identity. It doesn't define us. It never will. It's intangible. It's temporal that we're here on this planet. But life is precious and it's priceless. And in always, whatever, any situation, yes, I don't condone crime when it comes to that. And it, it hurts people that, you know, that unduly doesn't deserve it. I don't, I, I don't approve of domestic abuse. But I'm going to say this, that, you know, with all the centuries that have passed and we have learned from history because it's, it's interesting. It's always somebody else's story that's being told, that's being passed down on how events played out in historical, monumental events that none of us will ever live in. But often at times, we will be observers to those events from a distant point of view. What we do in socially, what we do culturally in our communities, collectively, you have to have to understand. No matter regard of the regardless of the nationality and identity, socially or our terms of ethnicity, we are all connected. We're all human beings. We all have this life force within us by power of choice to connect. What we do with that, we have to answer to at the end of the day, to ourselves. Remember, life is short. Always live it to the fullest.